back to Return to Oz Minute, the podcast that analyzes that 1985 Perusable classic, Return to Oz, one minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we've got another day of my brother Nate. For some reason, I'm still here. Once you kidnap a sibling, (laughs) it's pretty easy to hold on to them until your parents yell at you. So, (laughs) Nate, we're we're glad you're back. It's like childhood movie Um, night. This is a pretty exciting minute. Minute 101 Dalmatians. All right, I'm done. I won't sing. Uh, It's a good movie. Also a Disney movie. Uh, Minute 101 starts with the the cartoon. You're lucky they were seeing that. Canine Crunchies. Come on. Make each meal a special treat. Canine Chew. If you eat Canine Crunchies. That's where we stop. Happy dogs are those who eat (laughs) nutritious Canine Crunchies. All right. Uh... Our minute begins with Ozma clicking the ruby slippers three times to wish Dorothy back to Kansas. And it ends with Ozma fading into shimmering light. And are these possibly clouds, I see? So, Tierney, I think we were right all along. And I didn't even <laughs> realize this when we were talking about it during the last episode. But that was a suspicious move by Ozma, And her face backs it up. If you look at you look in her eyes. So look at this. She she clicks the ruby the ruby slippers to send Dorothy back to Kansas. While Dorothy is saying, "Oh, but I didn't yep. really want to go yet. I didn't want to go." And like she starts scrambling to say goodbye to everybody. Meanwhile, Ozma's just staring smile. at her, doing nothing. And no it's emotion like, in her eyes. There's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason she has to go now. No emotion, no sympathy, no sorrow, not even a goodbye. She's just staring at her and watching her disappear. And you know there's no reason that she has to stay. It's Oz. They got nothing going on. Like, Ozma just, like, sentenced her to death. Is the tornado still going on? Is she planning to just warp Dorothy back into the tornado? Well, I don't know, I, but I have I a question, like, like why is she rushing? What is Ozma up to? She can't wait, like, ten minutes to start sending Dorothy home. She's, she has finally has a chance to Maybe eliminate the threat. Maybe she was listening to the mirror. Maybe she was not cool with that whole be the Queen of Oz thing. I- yeah, I mean, she's been trapped in a mirror looking forward to being queen for a hundred years. And then this little girl from a farm is like, oh yeah, I'll just come to this new land and be queen. Well, and, and I be have questions queen, because six. we see when she's saying goodbye to everyone, which I know it's not, but we'll get there. The scarecrow's just chilling in the crowd now. He's just gone and joined everyone. So like, what happens now? Well, if the Scarecrow's obviously got family yeah, in Kansas, just, so he'll probably be around. He's a former monarch. He's the Luke Skywalker of The Force Awakens. We spend the whole movie looking for him. That's the whole reason Dorothy yeah. went back to Oz, was to help the Scarecrow. And she doesn't even say goodbye. She says goodbye well, to the lion twice. Um, I think she does say goodbye, like... Yeah. She kind of gives him a hug at the very... When it goes to the wide shot, I think you see her hugging the scarecrow as well. But, yeah, she didn't even know who Ozma was until, like, two minutes ago. Ozma no. didn't even get out of her seat to no. say goodbye. She clicks. She just stared. I mean, was there... Well, she's standing. She's on the dais. Was there a sequel to this movie? This <laughs> is the sequel. I understand that, Mike. <laughs> was no. there a sequel to the... the sequel? No. I mean, I think there's a what? there's a window open for it. Here it is. Evil Ozma. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see that direction coming at all. I mean, did, when you watched The Wizard of Oz, did you see the return to Oz coming at all? It's a fair that point. That direction? Though actually, well, 
we did just talk talk about this. They're they're um, is it Netflix or someone is is in production or pre production of uh, a Dorothy Alice in Wonderland like some kind of team up with wheelers. I don't know if they'll be wheelers, but it's like the two of them having to go through some sort That's of dark fantasy thing. world because. Huh. Because the theory is that... His dark has got to be Wheelers. Because the theory is that Alice is also crazy, and she goes to see a psychiatrist, and that's how she ends up in Wonderland. She seems a little nuts, yeah. Yeah, so maybe the two of them could, in this TV show, could be like a sequel to sort of a Return to Oz type thing. Yeah. And fight the Take evil her Oz. Down. I can see it. <gasps> I bet she kills Toto. Toto's not even in Oz. She was in Kansas. I trust nothing. I think Ozma has some. She was Kansas. in a different part of Kansas, but she got to Kansas. True. Nowhere is safe. She probably poisons oh, his dog Oh, now see, Nate doesn't know my favorite head too, which is that Toto, like, chose not to go and is just chilling, watching TV, hanging out. Maybe Toto incarnates himself as Belina. Uh, is that possible? Yeah. Toto and Belina are yeah, seen together, together in Kansas. Uh, Although I like the idea um, that I've seen posited a few different places that in the Wizard of Oz... So, animals can talk in Oz. And so everyone's like, well, why didn't Toto talk? And I love the theory or the canon that Toto could have talked. He just chose not to. Yeah, he didn't want to... Dorothy was so excited, he didn't want to be like, uh, your idol Ozma (laughs) is kind of a demon. Um, so I also noticed that she hugs the lion goodbye twice, but I also kind of liked it because that felt very realistic when you're like rushing to say goodbye in a crowd. It's like, yeah, and, and you, yeah, you, and like, you're just hugging everyone. That felt very real. I actually kind of liked that little bit. I probably would have been, I awkwardly would have stopped right before hug number two and been like, oh, and, wait, and we already said goodbye. And then abruptly turned around. very clearly much more half-hearted. Like, I think she did kind of realize, like, oh, I already hugged mm. you. Okay, yeah, huh? And then, like, turned around. Um, I love this lion puppet thing. Like, where can I get one now that FAO Schwartz is no more? Because that, that would be kind of fun to have in your room. <laughs> well, when you're a kid. When you're Dorothy. Right. <laughs> I think at the carnival, right? At least on TV, TV carnivals where I you can win a giant prize. No. I was obsessed with the life-size stuff yeah. from F.A.O. Schwartz. So that's, I think that's probably why I noticed these things. You can get a life-size Darth Vader at Target for, I think, thirty nine ninety nine. What? He's life-size oh, to children. Okay. He's only like 40 that inches tall. That feels very misleading. <laughs> um... Uh, she, she does, she runs around hugging everyone. I love Belina's with the key to Oz hung around her neck. I'm never getting over that. Um, she basically, does she just like shake Jack's hand goodbye? Yeah, and it's the Jack puppet, so it's really Yeah, he called her mom. They saved each other's lives. And she just like shakes his hand in a rush. It's like goodbye. The the best friends anyone has ever had gets a hand gets a handshake. All right, and a see you later. Theory. We noticed in the previous episode. We noticed that for this scene, uh, Jack was not played by a human, but he was he was like a you know a collection of sticks for a frame. I bet on the first take she went to hug him, and the thing just completely.
completely collapsed and the pumpkin broke. It probably took him like six hours to find a new pumpkin that size. Because in case you haven't noticed, it's like eight times the size of a human head. Um, so by the time they had reassembled it, they're probably like, let's just go with a handshake. We can't risk that happening again. I like that. Um... So, so for is a buck. Um... But she da- she damaged the ruby slippers, right? Yeah, she from, from and, wearing and the, the Ripley both kind of took out some beads that were on them. And they were very delicate in the girls' defense. It sounds like they like construction was well, just poor for some of these because props. Because they were supposed because they're beaded, because they were essentially one of a kind. It it's just they weren't meant to hold up as an actual pair of shoes. And then they put them on small children who would hmm. get bored and like Hits, you know, like you swing your legs and you hit your feet together because you're just bored. Well, it's not a good idea when you're wearing one of a kind beaded shoes for a movie. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I can see it. Excited kids. She gets the, the ruby slippers on. She's like, oh, click the heels together. She sees the yeah. they're like, oh, say goodbye to Jack. She gives yep. him a huge hug and just sort of <laughs> puts the prop into. For, out of commission for, Which is for a few hours. Too bad for this minute because this is the minute that proved to me once and for all. I'd already suspected it. Jack Pumpkinhead is clearly better than the Scarecrow. How scary does the Scarecrow look without a hat or crown? He is the Dustin Pedroia of these characters. Well, I mean, he needs a hat, then everything is fine. <laughs> yeah, so Jack Pumpkinhead, clearly <laughs> the superior, but apparently not a good hugger. <laughs> Right, everyone has to have some flaws. It's true. <sighs> oh my Not god. Not as flawed as Ozma, so, of course. Why is evil. leaving Oz this time so different from the first movie, The Wizard of Oz? Is it just Yeah, it, because is there's it just so much Ozma evil flying through the air? Brand of magic than Glinda did? Because you know, for all that the Ruby slippers have the power to take you back and just click your heel three times, and that's what's doing it. Glinda's definitely doing stuff in the background while Dorothy wishes to be returned to Kansas in The Wizard of Oz. I don't think it's all the shoes. Yeah, because she's waving her... Uh, I was going to say stick. Uh, You've been so correct. Since we know witches now have sticks. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's like waving her circle. wand, right? I, I, yeah. can, I can picture so it in my mind. She's something to kind of activate the shoes i think i mean we've we've seen them transport within us without additional magic but not to go elsewhere hmm yeah maybe maybe she's just like casting a like a little additional spell like anyone could have just put the shoes on and click you know click their heels and transport it off but maybe glinda's like she doesn't really <laughs> know what she's doing like like in like in Harry Potter, the first time they used the um, mm-hmm. uh, the port key, and like Harry and the kids all smash into the ground, but Cedric Diggory and the adults kind okay. of use an imaginary staircase, like yeah. kind of that sort of thing. That she's adding, Glinda's adding on a little bit of stabilization. You know, make sure Dorothy doesn't. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not like dusting crops. You know, she she could go through a black hole or or an asteroid field or something. Um, yeah, well, and it's also I don't know. There's just something about the way they transition that really is different. Because you know, everyone is yelling goodbye, 
instead of fading, it's like bleaching out with this white light. And Dorothy looks kind of, she looks upset, which I'm sure is just because Walter Merch told Feruza Balk, look upset because you're saying goodbye to your friends. But she seems almost in pain and like she doesn't know what's going on as the light gets brighter. It's just, it's, it's like Nate said, this is all so suspicious. It yeah. looks like an unconsented yeah. departure. So the, the script originally called for mist. Mm. A thick mist began to rise and envelop the scene. Would that be more suspicious or less suspicious than this sort of fade away? I don't know. Mist is, less. yeah, I, that's just what I was Mist is say. bad. At least mist is a real thing that exists in the world. <laughs> Not mist, whatever this was. It's like mist in a graveyard equals zombies. Yeah, mist, mist is Scooby-Doo. This is, you know, a camera trick. <laughs> hmm. I think it's just that the last thing we see of Dorothy, let me find the moment, is second, well, second 46, we see the back of her head. That's not helping us. The last time we see Dorothy's face is second 45. She is waving, but she is not smiling. She... She, but she's not crying. Like, she doesn't look sad. She looks very, like, huh? And then she turns and looks at Ozma, and you get that shot of Ozma with, like, the doll's eyes look going. And and that's <laughs> the last thing you see. Yeah, if Ozma just, like, changed her expression in any way, I feel like it would be so much better. Yeah, she could be, you know, giving... What yeah. is it? The, the queen does that wave. Like, she could be giving the wave goodbye. Yeah. She could be smiling. She could and be we could, nodding in her direction. And we could, still be like, like, look, she's smiling. She's yeah. glad Dorothy's leaving. This is so much more disconcerting. Yeah, it's like, it, it really looks like it was intended for the sequel, I think. They wanted to leave it open. <laughs> Who knows what she does to the scarecrow after this? <laughs> oh. Can only imagine. Oh, my Growing God. Prisons in the she mirror. a lot with Mombi there. So maybe that's kind of the deal. Maybe it's one of those things where uh, you don't tell the person that they have to take your oh place. Oh no! Poor Scarecrow. All we've seen of him in this movie is he's excited to see Dorothy. He's turning to an ornament. He's very bad at grabbing other objects. Then they all almost die. He goes on this parade, gives up his throne to his best friend, he thinks. And then Ozma takes over. <laughs> yeah, Evil Ozma. Sounds like it a really band name. Does. Evil Ozma is a good name. Of course, there is a band but called Ozma. Are they? Evil? It started out as a Weezer cover band. It's not Evil Ozma. No, they're not. I don't evil. think that that band knew that Ozma was evil. Really, um, they should have called themselves Good Ozma because that would be the opposite of what Ozma is. And <laughs> the opposite of what Ozma is. All right, I have to do yeah, it. Evil. An Evil Weezer cover band. <laughs> Oh, man. Not enough 90s movies references this minute. <laughs> no. Um, oh, so there, there's one more, uh, of course, because of course there is. Belina's line, say, uh, say, goodbye, say goodbye, say hello to all the chickens for me. Oh. Uh, that's not in the script. Say goodbye to my little Now, friends. do we think she meant that sincerely, or do we think that was totally like, go tell those chickens I am worshipped as a goddess here? <laughs> While they're all stuck in Kansas. I think I think Belina intends it to be more of a dig, but she knows Dorothy's <laughs> gonna go. Oh, hey chickens! Belina, Belina gives her best. Yeah, D- Dorothy's pretty gullible. 
It's it's been demonstrated that Belina is smarter. I than love Dorothy, the idea so you're that right. Belina means it as a dig, but knows Dorothy won't take it that way. It's even better. <laughs> yeah, as we you know, if we're gonna borrow from the the uh, theories of the the. Re- Return to Oz Wikia. I think we can just say it is a known fact that Belina, <laughs> Belina is very sarcastic. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, we were explaining to Nate off mic that our script is from really close to when filming had to be happening, given how many changes there are. I think we've pointed that out before. It's like, um, there were not very many months before this movie was released. <laughs> I feel I get the sense they might have rushed through filming a little bit. There were some issues uh, during filming with budgets and Disney getting perhaps creeped out, saying, you know, this may not have been everything Disney thought they were going to get when they uh, commissioned a Wizard of Oz sequel. (laughs) It's, you know, for a movie that did not do well, it's held up pretty well. You can consider it a cult classic. Oh, no doubt. It's okay. I mean, the... I know I'm going to rewatch it after <laughs> a couple of decades here once we're done. Feruza Balk does a great job as a child performer. Uh, Nicole uh, Williamson is excellent as the Gnome King. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the acting is really top-notch. Really top-notch. Uh, the effects are fantastic. They all hold up mm. because they're all practical effects. You know, there's nothing to look yeah. too And the stuff that's cheesy kind of like... Uh, is, I mean, the Gnome King isn't supposed to be cheesy at the end when he's clearly clay, but it work. you know, like, it doesn't seem totally out of place or anything. Yeah, the, I mean, the cheesiest part is probably the... the script? Well, the, the bizarre, the, uh, like, bizarre music when... The Gump's sofa and wings mm-hmm. and everything are falling down the side of the mountain. Just, you know, it, it's kind of like the, you know, if you, you see, um, like, Wile E. Coyote, he gets yeah. to take, like, four or five steps before he falls. You know what it is? The things that are cheesy are played for comedic effect, so they don't stick out as, like, oh, that didn't hold up. Because it was always supposed to be funny. I just think the, the whole movie yeah. has such a, like, really creepy and weird vibe to it that makes you think how did a group of adults get together make this and say we should give well, this to children Twas a magical time that's called the 70s and 80s people just yeah didn't care about kids yet it's kind of it, it's, it's right up there with gremlins if this and gremlins have that like same vibe i haven't seen gremlins it's but i can say unacceptable uh what's the uh Oh, yeah. short circuit. Johnny Five is alive. That's not. It's a strange type of movie for a kid's movie. Yep. But it wasn't. And yet, I, I love this, think. and my sister loved Short Circuit. So these things happen. Um, it's it's almost the season. Perhaps this will be the Christmas you see Gremlins. Yeah, no oh, doubt. Wait, Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like number two on Christmas. Maybe number three behind Home Alone and Die Hard. Yeah. Home, home yeah. And how the Grinch stole Christmas is up like there too. You could watch more, but Gremlins is a great Christmas movie, and there's just 
There's a scene about... Yeah, it will change your... It will change Christmas forever for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one. Interesting. Um, but, yeah. And, and now I have Die Hard to add to my list of Christmas movies. So, that's exciting. That's a new development in the past few years for me. So... Yeah. Well, I hadn't seen it until I was an adult, and then my friend, who it's her favorite Christmas movie, was like, I'm, I have to move to Maryland for grad school, and I'm not leaving Boston until you watch this, so. Yep, yep. So, <laughs> I, I got it in just under the wire, <laughs> got the DVD back to her. And then, instead of watching it, you just, like, clicked her feet a little bit and watched her disappear. She's like, I'm not ready to go yet, I'm not ready to go yet. And you just stared at her coldly as she disappeared into the air. (laughs) Wow. We're not letting this go, Mike. I finally have a guest who agrees with me that this girl cannot be trusted, and I love it. (laughs) Wait, Mike doesn't agree with that? I'm I'm on the fence. I mean, lots of... Lots of people could show up with a gourd and a comb in a madhouse we and say, Here's saw a nice the gift. Comb. Where <laughs> Please did comb the, comb the hair. Come from? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's close. I think it's really <laughs> obvious that she's an absolute villain. Wow. To be fair, I had not put that together as a child. It wasn't until I started watching this with my movies by minutes hat on that I was like, Hey, wait a second. Why would you why would you trust this girl? She's not wearing shoes. Anytime a character shows up in a building and she's not wearing shoes, something weird is happening. Yeah, and she was never asked to show identification of any kind. By who? By Dorothy? <laughs> Dorothy is, but Dorothy could have asked. She's a kid and can't... What ID did they have in 1899? I don't know. Come up with something. What's she going to do? Show her farmer's license? Now, see, I find it weird that Dorothy never asks her name in any circumstances. Never mind that ID isn't produced. Dorothy never even asks any questions. Thank you! How did you you get into my room with the door shut? (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty creepy, too. She's a creepy little girl. I mean, she has, if I remember correctly, just had, like... Um, what do they call it? Electrotherapy yeah, treatment? Before. No, she hasn't had it yet. It's just before that. Scene. Okay, so I think I made up this memory, but the way I was picturing it was she sits down in the doctor's office, puts the electro machine on her head, and then the building gets struck by lightning and the power fires through the helmet while she has it on. Does that not happen? Yeah. That's after they meet, though. Yeah. They meet when they're in Dorothy's she, room. She goes That's when she gives to, her she the help She meets yeah. the doctor in the doctor's office, but then she's she already has a scene in her room before the actual therapy is. And therapy is in air quotes there, folks. All right, I'm going to yes. rewatch the movie. Yes, peer pressure. Excellent. <laughs> not this minute. Not okay. this minute, pun intended. Um... Well, if you need to catch up on any of the minutes, you can go it... to returntoosminute.com. We are dogpiog.com. If Do you guys really own that URL? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So we are... I'll, I'll mention again. We are Used to be a thriving Return to Oz fan page, like in the late 90s. And it went away. And when I started the podcast, Started doing the podcast with Tierney and buying the domain. So I was like, oh, that one's available too. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, 
go on social media, Oz Minute, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Post pictures of us <laughs> saying Oz while touching green things. Nothing's happened so I, I mean, far, I got but maybe we'll Halloween find candy out of mine, so it didn't it didn't turn into a person, but I was still pretty happy with how the evening turned out. Aw. I got a rock. <laughs> or go to the Return to Oz Minute listeners flying sofa on Facebook. Uh, he doesn't fly anymore, but he's he's staying in Oz and yeah. saying, saying goodbye. He's not going back to some humdrum, humdrum some world. humdrum world. Oh man! So at the end of this minute, Dorothy's dead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, she could be. It fades to white, and then we're just seeing the. Uh, she's she's definitely mid spiral so, to her death. No pressure on everyone to come back tomorrow and see what happens. <laughs> We're going to come back, and it's going to be, um, they're going to be in Minas Tirith, and the, the hobbits have won. That's, that's what I'm yes. expecting after Fade to White. I can post yeah. my favorite meme in the listeners group. Okay. I'll save it. <laughs> Make it making a note of the air date for save this. It. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to start us off today? Weog. Tiog. Peog! Canine crunchies. Come on. Can't be beat. Can make each meal a special treat. That's it. That's where we stop. Happy dogs are those who eat nutritious canine crunchies.